In this week's episode of the Pass the Everything podcast, a Russian man makes his Mick opinion known, an almost deadly attack on a Florida man and his beer, a twist on salad dressing worth over $13,000, a TikTok supermarket life hack, and why you should always check if your favorite food brands are running a contest before you eat them. Finishing with our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Pass the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. Another week of bizarro stories that vaguely have to do with food. A little bit have to do with food. The vaguely part is where we kick in. Yeah. And the ADHD. Yeah. We say a food podcast. And when I try to tell people like what kind of podcast we have, they're like, oh, so you talk about like culinary. I'm like, no, stop there. No, that would imply that we're providing value to your life. Never once have we claimed to be any kind of expert. No. There is no background knowledge. We just like food and Mm -hmm. thought like, well, you know, it pops up in stories sometimes. We could talk about that. Yeah. I say something along the lines of like food slash amateur comedy. I'm trying to think, I'm like, how else would I describe it? I don't know. Fucking listen. They're like 30 minute episodes or whatever it is. That's the next thing I say. It's us bullshitting. And you can listen, you can listen to anyone. It doesn't matter the order. It's not one to listen with kids in the car because like you just said, just fucking listen right off the bat. Unless you're a horrible parent, then by all means, please continue to listen. But we have been told by our listeners, you dear listener, Mm -hmm. that this is one of the best podcasts to listen to while doing chores around your house. Yeah, which is awesome because... Because I'm just picturing <laughs> someone throwing our voices on like a Sonos. And just While they're washing blast, dishes. Yeah, blasting that shit in the kitchen. <laughs> and we're going off about cauliflower for whatever fucking reason. Fuck cauliflower, man. Yeah. Cauliflower fucking sucks. <laughs> I hope um, you're having fun washing your dishes, whoever you are. Before we get too far out of ourselves, he is my podcast partner. For the sake of the podcast, we call him PTE. He started the Pass the Everything Instagram that began this whole journey. He is freshly back from the land of... Lovers? Is that what you said? Virginia's for Virginia. lovers? Is that, I think that's their slogan. I think I might've had one of those like I heart Virginia shirts back in the day, but I am back from Virginia. So there is that. And she is Ashley. She's my wonderful co-host who quit her career in radio to help me launch this podcast. And she is cash money rich balling out because you were unintentionally ended up selling jello shots for the St. Patrick's day parade. Yeah. So I live on the route. We kind of talked about this last week and I knew I was going to be batching them up. Uh-huh. And then somebody walked by and they were like, oh, sweet. How much? And I was like, a dollar. And then it became a true thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Where now I'm selling Jello shots yeah. for a dollar. Yeah. I, I never it. had to leave my block and I finished the day with a wad of cash. There you go. I a, mean, lot, a lot of it's singles, to be fair. But, uh, you know, whatever. still yeah. money. Like, you strip for a night. It's fine. You're the <laughs> green-haired girl who didn't have to leave her neighborhood. And everyone's like, oh, shit. You have, you know, orange and green Jello shots for sale now. Right. So might as well take advantage of that. It got you into a crawfish boil. How was that, by the way? It was fine. You know, it was right there in the front. And so in years past, like my neighbor has had this crawfish boil where one of her friends brings a specifically designed crawfish table that has a hole in the middle for the trash bag. Big fan of those tables. Yeah. Or like the canoe move. I like like an old wooden boat for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of that. So they'll pop it up in our, we don't really have a yard. We have like a front sidewalk with a wrought iron like gate thing. Yeah. 
and in years past, we did have a couple people wander in thinking that like the Louisiana tradition was just no. to <laughs> see a crawfish boil. Look how friendly they are. Uh-huh. You're like, dude, you're taking a shit in I'm my like, house. Who the, who the fuck, fuck are, are you? you? Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> no, they were like Europeans who just thought like, oh, look, crawfish. This, this is, is so like nice. when Europeans pretend like they don't know that you're supposed to tip in America. Like, oh, I'm a scoozy. Yeah, like, exactly. No, dude, you can't just do whatever you want and play yeah. dumb all the time. But also kudos to you for trying. Yeah. So I was a participant of their crawfish boil and my contribution was not, you know, the corn and potato sides, like nothing. I didn't help boil the crawfish. I was just like jello shots. Eat them before you get your hands all crawfishy. I think you know, you got to. I think you contributed more. Yes, you have to do the the, the little scoopy. See, I do the thing. Do you do the finger move or the tongue move? Because I do the tongue and then I wrote. I feel like this podcast just got X-rayed. It's got a little sexual. So I do the tongue move. Yeah. <laughs> when I was selling, do you finger or do you tongue? When I was selling to a couple, uh, the question. I said something. I was like, "Oh yeah, I gotta loosen it up first. I use the finger." And he's like, "Oh, I use my tongue." And the girl that was with him goes, "We prefer when you do both." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I gotta go. Give me your money." And he said, I'm a male. I cannot multitask. All right. So now I need to know. So, okay. So seriously, I do the tongue thing and then I just rotate the cup. I get annoyed when I see people do the tongue move and they like try to like, they're like rotating their head. So doing like a weird circular movement. And it's like, you're never going to get that right. Just like tongue out, rotate the cup and then it all pops out. So you're a finger move. Pinky around the sides. Oh, pinky move. Okay. Circle, circle. Bloop. I like it. So you circle twice. Yeah. Circle, circle, bloop. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, here. Okay. We need to move on from this. Because <laughs> it's just you and I looking into each other's eyes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Virginia now, or do you want to save that for your food high and low at the it's end? My, it's my food high and low, but uh, what's not part of my food high and low is I flew out to Virginia for two main reasons. One was to surprise um, a friend of mine who, a quote-unquote shipmate, who I was in the Navy with. And this is, I'm going to oh, now. You're saying ship with a P, not shipmate. shit with Yeah, a not shipmate. I mean, even though, you know, we also had to share a bathroom, so ship and shipmate. <laughs> um, haven't, so I'm going to now date myself. Have not seen him in 15 years. He is deploying to Ukraine on Wednesday. Wow. So by the time this podcast comes out, he's literally going to be deployed for seven months. So surprised him at his house. Haven't seen him in 15 years. That was awesome. And then kudos to his wife, D. Uh, she was the one who like really kept things on the down low, uh, somehow did not let him know. So that was a cool surprise. And the second one was my buddy Jason also reenlisted and my buddy, oh, wow. my buddy TK, the one who's deploying was the one who did his reenlistment. So surprise him Friday reenlistment was the next day. So it all worked out really well. And when you say that Virginia is for lovers, in this case, the lover oh, yeah. is a bromance. Oh, the bromance was was very high strong. throughout the. It's yeah. very strong throughout the weekend. Lots of I love yous and lots of hugs, and it was it was a really good time. That was cool to surprise people and and see some old friends. Well, you brought up the Ukraine situation. Mm-hmm. I know we kind of talked in the last episode about the Putin Poutine situation. Yes, very confusing. I want to let you know right really. off the bat, this is not going to become a. Putin podcast. Oh. But I have another story. Don't want to go from food to war. Right. (laughs) Not completely. All right. But food related in that part of the world, McDonald's has recently closed more than 800 locations in Russia. By the way, I'm starting off the scoop. I forgot to announce that. This is the beginning of the story. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we talk about things. So some savvy entrepreneurs are 
out there trying to sell the remaining McDonald's food and packaging for like insane exorbitant prices online. Let's say entrepreneurs. These are just people who are trying to take advantage of a situation. Like selling a McDouble online for $10 doesn't make you an entrepreneur. You're not starting your own business. Right. You just are somebody who likes to take advantage of things. Yeah. Sorry, bro. On the opposite side of the same coin, there's... um. A very robust, I'll say. That's a nice way of saying it. I like it. that. A, a robust nice Russian man. Ooh. Which means he's a big how fat. fat is, how fat is his fuck? <laughs> <laughs> One report estimates his weight at 250 kilograms, which is about 550 pounds. Jesus. Robust. So you're, yeah, okay, yeah. That's, uh, he's quite robust. A very robust Russian man <laughs> was detained by Russian authorities after he handcuffed himself to the entrance of one of those McDonald's that was closing down. So he's handcuffed himself. Yes. To the entrance you of know, a McDonald's that's closing. Like when people protest, like yeah, don't like, cut down the tree yeah. and like they, you Something know, that matters. make a human chain like a around the tree or they like climb up yeah. into the branches and stuff. And usually with the human chain, it requires multiple people. He's so fat that he was like, I just need one of me. One of me. And I'll block off this entire entrance right. to this McDonald's. That is closing mm-hmm. to show solidarity with Ukraine. Like that's the behind the the detail, you know. But he's not upset over that. He's upset that he can no longer go there to get his Big Mac or whatever the Russian equivalent of that is. Oh yeah, double down. He's not showing solidarity with Ukraine. He is pro Russia and obviously very much pro Big Mac. Yes. And he's pissed. He's mad at McDonald's for picking sides and for not staying open. And he calls the whole thing an act of hostility against Russian citizens. It's almost kind of impressive how fucking ignorant this individual is. Like there's, you know, there's a war going on. People are being killed, lives being lost, people losing access to resources, all these things. And he's legitimately upset because McDonald's is taking sides and he's not able to go get his Big Mac. Right. Right. There's nothing like even funny about that. I'm just like, really, man? Well, not only like, that's are where... they taking sides, you know, because they're showing solidarity and support. Yes. But they were also having supply chain issues because, hello, it's a fucking war zone. Yeah. We've, they've been they've been cut off. I mean, what limited resources they had to begin with, they're very quickly being cut off from. So they can no longer operate. Mm-hmm. So it's probably more of a business thing than it is anything. And they can just kind of twist it. Be like, oh, solidarity with your Pretending with it's Ukraine. morality. When and, in yeah. reality, it's, it's a business thing. It's just crazy. Like, that's where his priorities lie. He's like, I know there was a war going on and people are dying, but I can't get my ice cream. Right. Fuck all y'all. Russian police eventually escorted him out of there. And a report from state-sponsored Russian media said they released him. Mm -hmm. Very factual. So take them for everything they say. But this line, but they fined him for, quote, hooliganism. Wait, what? (laughs) That's not what happens when you, like, beat up somebody after a soccer match? Hooliganism. Hooliganism. What is the American equivalent of hooliganism? I'm telling you, the only term... Do we have one? I don't think we do. The only time I've ever heard the term hooligan thrown around is literally for like crazy international soccer fans who fight and kill each other over a game. Do we need to look this up? What Russian hooliganism is? Fat man changed to McDonald's. Hooliganism! (laughs) I think hooliganism is pretty much every news story in the state of Florida, which is our next location for a story in the scoop. We go over to Tampa where a man was walking out of a convenience store last week when he got nailed by a car, which is terrible. And you're like, why is this food related? Uh Uh-huh. Back up a little bit. So he died next story. Yeah. (laughs) Yikes. 
He didn't die. That's why I'm laughing. He was walking at a convenience store with his beer. It looks like a 12 pack from the security footage that was released. Okay. Just as he stepped through the door, he got hit by a car, a Jeep to be specific, a 21-year-old woman. I'm going to say that loosely. Yes. Who Young adult. She, she hit the gas when she meant to hit her brake. My God. She plowed through the front entrance of the store, including this man, threw him about 10 feet. Looks like he was knocked out cold. Paramedics picked him up, took him to the hospital for broken glass, like cuts to the face. Mm-hmm. He's expected to recover. Uh, while they were treating him at the scene, first thing he asked when he came to, did my beer survive the crash? Yeah. <laughs> were you in Tampa? Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was in Tampa this weekend. I'm on the way to Virginia. From, I'm on the way to Virginia. Uh, recovering from some, from some injuries. This is amazing. And honestly, if I were to get hit by a car, I think this is the way that I would, like, if it were going to happen, like beyond a shadow of a doubt, going to hit by a car, he died I, doing what he loved. No, no. I mean, <laughs> mm, kind of a cool story. Like very fitting. Like if I somehow passed away because I got hit by a car on the way from buying out on the like way after buying alcohol, then that's pretty fitting and I'm all right with it. I've had a pretty good run here. But think about it, like he's walking out of the out of the entrance slash exit and it happens so fast. He probably wakes up in a hospital. Like I don't want to know that it's coming. Like this girl's barreling through right. the, front, the front of a grocery uh, of a whatever CVS or whatever it was. Also, my grandma, rest in peace, literally did this like a year before she passed. My grandma's 86. She drove into a store? She drove in, like, no, not, yeah, through a store. Oh, like, no. she, but she, she didn't hit anybody, but she <laughs> drove through the store window. Like, she went over, like, the little parking structure and then drove through the store because she confused the gas for the brake. Yeah. The difference is my grandma was 86, not in the best state. This, I mean, it can be argued that neither are 21-year-olds. So. Yes. Uh, yeah, but hopefully more physically capable right. and should have more uh, know-how. But, but like my no, phone, it really did and happen. there were TikToks that I was looking oh, at God. while I was driving. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just pure ignorance. I don't know, but, but for him to wake up and be like, is my beer okay? It's like, kudos to you, sir. This dude needs to be hired by whatever beer company yes. he was buying yeah. as their face of this beer for life. Yeah. He is your champion. Like, yes. is my beer okay? Think about- Am I okay? Was not the first thing yeah. he asked. Is the beer okay? Where am I? Am I okay? Is my, how's my beer? Like, you could, re, you could recreate this- free beer for life. I agree. Recreate this in a commercial and then do it where he wakes up and he's like, is my beer okay? And then it's like, Miller Lite, so good. Da, 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 da. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, whatever beer he purchased, he was so concerned about that after getting taken out by a car and waking up in the hospital, he just wanted to be sure that his beer was okay. Right. He just wrote everything you ever needed ever for him. You don't even need to recreate anything. Just use the security yeah, footage. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be the hilarious. The cheapest commercial to make, like, ever. Yeah. Like, roll the security footage, and at the end, it's just him talking, and like, he's completely fine. But, uh-huh. yes, he also has beer for life. Hook that man up. Please. Incredible. Uh, Meanwhile, another thing that I sent to you earlier today that may have been a little bit confusing. Previously, some weirdo proposed to their significant other with this customized bottle of ranch dressing. I guess they're like ranch freaks. That's not even the real story. There's so many things. That's just like a side background detail. This is how you're teeing up the story. Yeah. Also, how do you customize a ball? You get your name put on it like a can of Coke. It's like, oh, my name's on that. That's kind of cool. I guess I'll buy it. Will you marry me? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> you must really fucking love ranch for you to use that on your now fiance. I think that and means, for them to love it. Right. I think the now fiance must really love ranch. Yeah. That's for, what I'm saying. Yeah. And for her, um, it's what it sounds like it was a her in this scenario to be like, yeah, not only will I marry you, but like, you're my soulmate. Cause this is how I wanted it to be. Like as a little girl, oh. I always envisioned my oh. own specialized bottle of hidden Valley ranch. <laughs> what if her dress, Day. like she came out like in a costume, she was just dressed as a giant ball of ranch. Gross. Okay. Gross. Anyways. So yes, yeah, someone used a custom bottle of hidden Valley ranch to propose on Valentine's day last year. Mm. And hidden Valley was like, Hmm, it got their little thinking wheels turning after so many postponed weddings and engagements going on. They wanted to give someone else a chance to propose with a ranch theme. Okay. But they really upped it by creating a diamond out of ranch. Ranch diamond. Yes. The rarest of diamonds. Yes. And they made this big like online announcement in celebration of National Ranch Dressing Day because of course that's a thing. That was a thing? They were teasing their big announcement, something to do with ranch dressing and carrots, but not like orange vegetable carrots but like diamond carrots, C-A-R-A-T-S. Genius because carrots and ranch, Uh very uh popular snack. So yes, they made an actual diamond out of ranch dressing. They're selling it on eBay to benefit the charity Feeding America. Okay, which is just ranch dressing for underprivileged kids. (laughs) (laughs) Now it doesn't look at all. It's a real like man-made manufactured diamond. They took ranch dressing and burned it in a 2,500 degree oven, kept it under 400 tons of pressure for two months. Jesus. They turned it into a two carat man-made diamond, set it in a white gold like engagement ring. Okay. There is an inscription on the inside with the initials HVR, LVR, Hidden Hidden Valley Valley Ranch Ranch Lover. Lover. And they're selling it. You can go to theranchdiamond.com, which auto redirects to the eBay posting okay. of this ranch diamond ring. What are we looking at right now? What's the what's the going price for this and how much time is there left? Thirteen thousand fifty dollars is the current high bid. And it runs up Thursday morning. So depending on when you listen to this episode, you may only have a limited time left to get in. So by the time this comes out, there's a 24-hour window. Yes. If you catch it, and you can bid on the ranch dressing wedding ring, engagement Which ring. Which is, by the way, why you should listen to the episodes when they drop. Just Yeah, saying. because we're trying to help you out here. Like <laughs> if you're trying to get engaged, does your potential fiance enjoy Hidden Valley Ranch? Well, guess what? Listen to the episode. You can help that person out. You or, know who's fucking pissed right now? Or you don't even have a significant other and you just really want to do something for charity. And you have a lot of money. children, yeah. And you, like, and you like weird shit. Right, sit on that ring for later. Okay, yeah. so who's pissed? Go back to what you were saying. The original couple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like think about how excited they were to have like they all they were happy over a fucking custom bottle which i guarantee just had her name on it and now hidden valley ranch comes out with their own fucking wedding ring i'd be livid if i were them right because they're responsible for they're the whole responsible for this whole idea you know who would love this ring the original couple this is fucking bullshit like if i'm them i'm not happy like i i want something <laughs> out are, of this especially if it in valley ranch is admitting that the idea stemmed from this i'm coming at them legally do you think that couple is the high bidder on no, eBay right I now? I think that couple has no idea this is happening. 
There's no way they have no idea. They definitely follow Hidden Valley Ranch on all the social media feeds. It's either that or it's the complete opposite. They live like in a trailer somewhere and there's no internet access. Listen, I don't want to like just make any assumptions. My baby loves ranch. Yeah. <laughs> Put some ranch on it. <laughs> but no, it's either going to go one way or the other. They follow everything Hidden Valley Ranch does or there's they're, they're cut off from the world, but they're just enjoying ranch as we speak. Would you make me the happiest man ever <laughs> and put ranch on it with me for life? I do. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I like, like how also you were the male the and I was the female. Was and that was very that. natural. That was good. I was trying to do a little bit of acting there. I'm not good with accents. I was like, do I start trying to cry? <laughs> like, how excited was she? <laughs> oh my lord uh, take our next uh travel destination for the scoop over to the uk for a little bit of uh, one of your favorite things tiktok life advice yeah one of my uh my favorite you uh, love uh, this hobbies. i love it you yeah. love tiktokers you think yes. all their advice is great yeah somebody says it's a really great life hack to bring your suitcase to the grocery store like like you're going like you're traveling to the airport, except for you're at a Target. She shows up at the grocery store with an empty carry-on. Okay. The wheels, the handle, the whole thing. Okay. Now she uses a shopping cart at the store, a regular grocery basket. Okay, so she's normal peopling it right now. But I guess the whole time she's either walking with her suitcase next to her or it's like under the bottom of the basket. I see this being a situation where it's stowed underneath. Okay. Because if she's walking and like has the cart in one hand, but is wheeling her luggage in the <laughs> Lots other. Of wheels. Like, if I ran into that person, I'd be like, this motherfucker's really in a hurry. Like, they need to shop, but they also have to catch a flight, and they're right. like 30 minutes behind. Or the opposite. She just got off a flight. Oh, and yeah. before going to the hotel or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. You would be like, oh, she's definitely like a flight attendant. Like, there's yeah. no other reason why this person or would she's be She's on here. her way to the Airbnb, and she's got to get yeah. her food first. Busy individual. She's right. got shit going on. No, it's an empty carry-on. Mm -hmm. uh, she goes through. She does all her shopping. She checks out, and instead of putting anything in bags... She directly loads it all into this empty carry-on, zips it up, and she said that she walks to and from the store. Okay. So now she's walking down the sidewalk, like back to her house with a suitcase full of food. Uh-huh. The only thing is she gets mocked for it because- Yeah, every time you go to the store. <laughs> right. Every time. Old suitcase girl is back. And also, if she walks to that store, that means that she's shopping at the same store every single time. Mm-hmm. So now that motherfucker's turned into a cheers. Everybody knows her name. Like when she walks in, she's got the suitcase. Everyone's like, yo, old girl's back and she's doing the thing. Lydia Jane on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that her TikTok? Lydia Jane M. Okay. Lydia. She walks in the door with her <laughs> oh, suitcase. Lydia would do something like she this. Would. It's a very Lydia move here. Mm -hmm. The caption just says, work smarter. I don't. So what I, do you think? Good I, idea? Life hack? I do wonder now when she when she's checking out, does she have the worker load it into the suitcase for her? Or is this a situation where like she does it herself? I don't know why that matters to me, but for some reason it does. I want to know. I feel like if, if you're Target bringing employee, a suitcase, you are loading it yourself. I don't know. I mean, they had the baggers right there. It's like, hey, paper or plastic. Oh, actually, I'm good. I have a Samsonite. So if you just want to go <laughs> ahead and just load that bad boy up, you can just zip it up and we're good to go. With that being said... I don't necessarily hate this idea. In a way, it's kind of easier because instead of having to like, you know, use multiple bags, she pops open her, her luggage 
And then, and then she's just getting loaded up. I mean, and then they have to put the eggs in the outside pouch or whatever. Yeah, where do like some? Of, what do like some of that stuff go? I, I don't know. With the mesh part, like where we like put like a, like flip flops or something. Yeah. That'd be so weird. Like, oh, this is usually where my cell phone charger goes, and it's, now it's a pack of deodorant. Right, but you know. <laughs> That's even another reason why I think it's a great idea. I do it too, has though. sectioned compartments. Yeah, you can literally compartmentalize. It expands as you need to yeah. with the little extra zipper thing. I want to know what sure. kind of luggage she's using. She looks like an idiot at first when she's walking around with a suitcase well, in the at grocery first store. And every time she goes in. Yeah, every yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> but she's not using any plastic bags. Uh-huh. She's not even, there was a paper bag shortage for a while. Remember that? She wasn't part of that I do remember either. that. I was being forced to take home plastic. I was like, oh, come on. You know, she, sure, she looks like she's always going to and from the airport, uh-huh. but she's saving so much garbage yeah. every time. And not only that, but she's walking home and she's taking her groceries with her, but she gets to wheel it the whole way there. So she doesn't have to carry anything. She doesn't have to do multiple trips. The suitcase is a carry-on size, so it yes. limits the amount of random crap you can buy at the grocery store. No, mm. you, you have a finite area of space yes. that you can fit your stuff in. Yeah. So she can only get so much stuff per trip, which means she'll go frequently, which means she's getting more exercise. This is just, it's all brilliant. Okay. But I see the way that, that you're going with it and that makes total sense. But what if she doesn't want to get more exercise, but she's so attached to the luggage idea that she has to go multiple times a week because she refuses to use bags. Therefore is very limited in how many groceries she can buy. Well, also you know she like, is she living by herself? Does she have like a spouse or a partner? And do they go grocery shopping with her? And how do they feel about this? Like if she's single and she's dating, on what date number do you tell the person, hey, this is like a thing that I do? She posted it on TikTok. So that means date number one. That's her icebreaker. Yeah. Like, tell me something about yourself. Well, I take my luggage to the grocery store I'm and I don't TikTok use bags. grocery suitcase girl. And then me... Like if I'm her date and I don't have TikTok, which I do not, I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? I'm only one beer in. I am not ready for this. At I like all. how concerned you are about the, the how much she can pack in per trip. This is a serious concern because if she's doing it on purpose because it gives her exercise and great, but if she's limiting herself, but she's so stuck on the luggage idea that she needs to go from a carry on to a check. in. I was going to say, <laughs> pro tip, go to the UK equivalent of a TJ Maxx and get you one of those big sets of suitcases yes. for real cheap. Oh my God. I wonder if she has a set of luggage and depending on how many groceries she needs, she chooses what to bring to the store. Mm-hmm. That would be some next level shit. Like it's if you're, the heavy duty one today. Yeah. Like if you're committed to this thing, which it sounds like she is, then you probably have options, right? Like, oh shit, I don't have anything in my fridge. I need to go with like the check-in bag. Versus like, I'm going to wheel in the carry on and pick up like 10 items. We're getting way too deep. And I don't think she's even thought about this. Or maybe she has. For a tiny little TikTok video. That's it. Was it was a, just like a. Did it go viral though? Or is it, we just came across it because we're looking for specific food related topic. It has almost 60,000 likes. That's a lot of likes. So yeah. It's a lot maybe. of likes. I'm just curious how that, how that goes down with anybody else in her life. Like whether it's like a partner, family, friends, anything. And are they willing to go to the store with her? I don't know if I would be. Because, like, I just don't like to interact with people in the store. You're asking for people to come up to you and engage you in conversation. I'm out. I'm, I'm fully out on that. If you're the significant other, mm-hmm. is it BYOS, bring your own suitcase? Oh, yeah. Like, his and hers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The tampons go in the pink one. Yes. And the shaving cream goes in the blue Amazing. one. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Maybe she'll, and you know what? 
She might be just narrowing down her pool. What if she one day is at the same store and runs into a man with the same idea? <laughs> if that's not fucking, or, or, or woman. What a meat I, whatever, cute. Whatever she's into, that's definitely meat cute. But if, if that's what she's into, oh my God. Like, this is your literal soulmate. They can walk down the aisle with luggage. This is really cute. I need to stop thinking about this scenario in my head. I've way overthought every. <laughs> I have one last scoop story. It's okay. also in the UK. A guy claims that he found a special Cadbury egg uh-huh. that's half chocolate, half white chocolate. You know, he thought he was just buying Easter candy. I just, I'm, I'm still in shock that they still make Cadbury cream eggs. I used to eat those as a kid. I haven't seen one like, in like 20 years. Well, they're apparently still huge in the UK. Like Cadbury is a very popular candy company over there. Two things are into, beans and Cadbury cream eggs. <laughs> <laughs> he opened this egg, probably just thought that they fucked up. And he's like, oh, this is weird. They gave me a half and half one. Huh? Mm. He ate it and then found out a few hours later about a contest they're running. Oh, no. The egg might have been worth $13,000. So he just had a $13,000 bite. Because when I'm eating Cadbury cream eggs, I was popping them down one at a time. Like I didn't need to even like take two bites in that motherfucker. The contest is like Willy Wonka with just instead of you go to the factory, you just get cash. Uh-huh. Uh, in the UK, they made a few special eggs, half chocolate, half white chocolate. They hid six that are worth that much. They look normal until you unwrap it. So again, uh-huh. like you just open it and he thought it's a fuck up. It's like, oh, they made a mistake. There's a number inside that you have to call to see how much you won. Well, he just threw it away immediately in a random trash can that he yeah. was passing by yeah. when he bought this at a convenience store or whatever. He threw the egg back and threw away the wrapper and went about his life. Yeah. He heard about the contest literally a few hours later and he was like, oh, damn, I'd have to go back to that random trash can. And then also read the fine print that you have to turn in the egg as well. And he's like, cool. Oh, no. It's unclear whether it's or not it was a $13,000 winning egg. Need to, like, it was worth something. It was worth something. That now you can never redeem, sir. You can never redeem that. What if he like went viral with the video where he was like, I got my wrapper. I'm going to hold it up next to my face. And now I'm going to make myself throw up. And then I'm going to tag Cadbury Gross. Cravings in it and be like, please, for the love of God, I swear to God, I'm the one that who bought this. There Just was give a, me $500. I'll right. leave you alone. There was a miss on this contest campaign. Maybe they did it on purpose that way. So yeah. they didn't have to give out as much money. Because if people find out the term of the contest after they already eat and throw everything away mm-hmm. and they're like oops well you can't redeem your money now see i actually think that that is done on purpose because a lot of the stuff i've noticed where like there's giveaways and whatnot like if cash is involved or like a, like a trip somewhere the companies i don't feel like advertise it that well and i never pay attention to that until an old job i used to work and a co-worker of mine colleen shout out to colleen she's the one that got me this uh, middle light hat from my grandma um colleen avid like contest slash giveaway enterer person like okay. knew about all of them would enter all of them one multiple of them one time she like won a trip where she flew to alaska to go watch the foo fighters play oh sweet yeah it was actually like last year so it's one of those things where like i've never met somebody like that until i met her and i was blown away but as she would share like oh they're having a contest here and this company's doing that i had no idea that any of this was for was, for brands was, that you interact with yeah, often for normal things that I actually enjoy, but she was so like aware of it because she actively seeks it out because like they'll put something like on the website, but you're not going to like see a commercial for it. So you have to like kind of seek this information out. I feel like his reaction is the normal reaction of like anybody else who's just like, Oh, that's kind of weird. I guess it's different. 
eats it. Factory throw, fuck up. Yeah, throws away yeah. the wrapper, moves on with their day. And they're like, cool, man, that was that could have been $13,000. So that fucking sucks. I don't know what else to say about that, except for sorry, buddy. <laughs> right. I don't know. I, I mean, they, I just, I really do and feel the fact like that they he don't could have like missed thing. it just by hours. Yeah. He found out about the contest like that afternoon. I wonder how he found out about it. I wonder if he was like telling a friend at a bar, like... He's in the UK. He's like having, UK, a, he's at a he's pub. Like having, having a pint, right? Sure. And then his friend's like, wait, you did what? <laughs> and then tell him about this. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then, he, you know, you go back to the trash can. And if you find the wrapper, it's too late because you have to turn the egg in. Because if the egg is different, then it's like the signifier, right? Like that way you can't just like get a wrapper. It's, it's trying to discourage people from like scourging through trash to try to find Cadbury cream. I don't know. Or doctoring up one because now everybody is yes. like a Photoshop pro. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so, just I looking at a picture. And the thing is, I would never even be eligible for this contest because I don't buy things that look like this. See, those are the ones I used to eat all the time. They look yeah. goopy. <laughs> like you bite into They're it. They're really runny. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah. Not here for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. It's like goopy. If it gets like warm at all, it starts to melt very quickly. And then it's like a giant mess. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Speaking of candy eggs, I'm now going to Google real fast. Once we finish recording, if the Reese's peanut butter eggs are doing any kind of contest before oh, I go ham see? on some of those. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was something going on. I'm telling you after meeting my friend, Colleen, I've never, like, I was very much made aware of the fact that these companies do this very often, but the advertising is very little. Like, you have to seek this shit out. How many contests have we told people about through this podcast that we personally would have had no idea about if not for, quote, food research? Not going to lie, it's almost on a weekly basis. Right. And the only time I entered it was for a bean and cheese keg, <laughs> which I did not win. <laughs> which also, thank God, because if I had, like, a fucking Hormel chili delivered to me in keg form, I'm fucked. I'm not usually the random entry contest person. Me neither. I am a game show weirdo, but only yes, the ones. Yes, you are. <laughs> only the ones that I know that I can I'm improve. not this, but I'm the most extreme this. <laughs> <laughs> but only the shows where I know I can strategically improve my chances of winning. Because you attend them and then you actually win. No, the ones that you can like study for. <laughs> okay. Like a crazy example, you go on Wheel of Fortune and you win. Yes, but yes. I crammed for <laughs> the two weeks that I knew I was going on the show. For people who are listening that don't know what we're referencing, you were on Wheel of Fortune and you, in fact, won. Yes, I yes. was. I did. Okay. I have. I am. You literally are driving your car that you won from Wheel of Fortune. Yes. Okay. Because um. <laughs> <laughs> we had a conversation. Remember, you were like, I'm thinking about getting a new car. I was like, do you pay a note on your Wheel of Fortune car? Nope. And you're like, no. I was like, I think you should, you should just keep that until the wheels, that fall, until off the wheels it, fall off. And it explodes in the road. Yeah. So. <laughs> or it's like some crazy Wheel of Fortune fans. Like, oh my God, do you want that from Wheel of Fortune? I'll give you $100,000. There's no way of knowing. It doesn't, it looks like a normal car. It doesn't have like Pat Sajak's face on the side. And like... <laughs> Can you imagine that? There's like a giant decal of his face on the side you're like how the fuck am I supposed to drive this like <laughs> bitch this is a free car like you're driving it but that's different from going on the show like press your luck or whatever yes. where it's just like pressing the button and you hope that it lands at yeah. the right time you're literally this. pressing your luck yeah yeah this is like I could study I learned about how do you study for wheel of fortune do you like did you like study the weight of the wheel like how much pressure you should put into a spin <laughs> no no because a lot of that is luck on that isn't it yes. like while you're there I was lucky to not hit bankrupt through my episode so <laughs> that YouTube, by the way, this video of you on wheel. I'm, I'm the totally only thing doing that's this. left is the uh, bonus round. Okay, that's the only thing. Still that's all alive. I need. 
That's yeah. fine. So I did study the types of puzzles. Okay. And like best letter strategies and None things of this like surprises that. me whatsoever. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This, I think my odds were better. <laughs> Once you get selected for the show, if it's something that you can study for. Totally normal process. <laughs> versus candy egg. Yeah, just eating Cadbury cash. cream eggs. Right. Okay. You know, we all have our thing. You did Will of Fortune, but you want to eat a Cadbury cream egg. And he would, but wouldn't know about the contest. So I like to improve my chances yes. with strategy. And he's just throwing away his... Probably thirteen thousand. Literally threw away third. I mean, he ate thirteen thousand dollars. So I kind of know how that feels. Somebody tipped me in cash at a trivia night, and I think I accidentally threw it away. It wasn't thirteen. It wasn't thirteen grand. If you did that, you'd be borderline suicidal. It, I would be. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck this. Right. Yeah. It, it was. It was a twenty. But okay. I was like, damn. Yeah. Easy come, easy go. That's a lot of diet cokes. That's a lot of DCs. <laughs> <laughs> easy come, easy go. Wow, life really ebbs and flows, huh? Like, dude, it's twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That is it for the scoop this week. Uh, I honestly don't have what? a food high and low. But jello shots and crawfish boils and St. Patrick's Day parades. I mean, then I just gave it all out at the beginning. There you go. Oh. That was, that you was didn't all. do anything else? I was recovering from Mardi Gras. Fair. I was eating a lot of like leftovers and sandwiches and I don't. I really so you, have. the way you tee up leftovers though, I now know that your leftovers are Cajun food from when you go back home that you have in your freezer that when you heat up is like a fantastic meal. Leftovers for me, it's like I got Popeye's three days ago and for some reason didn't finish all the mac and cheese. And now I'm going to heat this up even though I shouldn't. Yeah, I had the last of the leftover meat pies that were in my freezer. Oh, yeah. Also, they're they're gone now. Yeah, they're gone now. So rest in peace to the meat pies. Yeah. Okay. I, I cooked some things at home, but when you live alone, when you cook one meal, it becomes the next four meals. Yeah. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> Blah. Is that what you said before you ate meat pies? Blah. Blah. No, not the meat pies, but like when you do cook and you're like, well, this again. Blah. Yeah. It's like when uh, I had like a roommate who was getting in shape and he just ate rice and chicken every day. He was like, this is just what I eat now. Right. Like, and that sounds fucking horrible. It's not worth like a food high or low. No, it's just a blow. Other than that, I'm sorry. I have no food high or low. When the parade Crawfish was done. Crawfish is a high. It's always a high. Yeah. I actually want to get someone today. It's really nice out. Oh, I actually, uh, for the first time in a long time, ordered from Old Faithful Mikimoto Sushi that night after the oh, parade was yeah. gone. Nice. After like the sound of the street sweepers died down, I was like. Cool. Now it's time for Mickey Moto. <laughs> the coast is clear. Now Literally, the delivery people can get of, to my house. Clear of beads and trash. Yes. Okay. But you had a fun trip and I'm sure you had a food high and low that is worth talking about. I'll start off with the high. And I just want to say, I don't remember anyone's names, but I had some people reach out to me directly through like the past everything Instagram. They're like, Hey, I have some suggestions for you. But what I noticed was it was like three to five people. And they gave me like a list of places to go, but all of them individually listed one particular place, even though they didn't know each other. So I was like, okay. This must be the spot. Yeah, this must be the spot. So I bring it up to my friends on Friday after we did the whole big surprise. I was like, hey, have y'all ever heard of this place? It's called The Bee and the Biscuit. And I was like, I had like a couple people reach out to me. They all mentioned the same spot. And they were like, one person had went. D had went. My friend TK, like his wife, had been one time before. Everyone else was like, I haven't gone. I've heard it's amazing. But it's like, it's an undertaking. Like, we're going to have to really commit to it. And so we also were like, well, shit. Like, how does this look? I somehow convinced all of them to, to do it with me. The reason why it's an undertaking is because 
They say Virginia Beach, but it's like in the middle of nowhere in Virginia Beach. It's legitimately, it's a 30-minute drive. Mm -hmm. And then when you get there, you have to get there, no bullshit, 8 to 8.30 max. In the morning? In the morning. So I set an alarm for 7 a.m. after we had went out drinking. I was going to say, I'm willing to bet that you're hungover as shit. Yes. Like, you're very tired. You're very hungover. So we drive out there. The drive was actually really beautiful. But you get out there, and no bullshit, as I'm pulling up, you just see a line of people outside. We get there a little bit after 8 in the morning. People standing around everywhere. Well, it would come to find out later that there was a table of fucking 18 that um, had taken up the basically the entire restaurant because it's not a big establishment. It looks like a, like a little cottage. So that table of 18 literally took up everything. So we had to wait for like an hour, but it's actually kind of cool because it's still very cold in Virginia. So that morning, I think it was between 25 to 30 degrees. <gasps> cold. Very cold. But also it's, you know, it's a dry, it's not humid there. So the cold was, it just felt normal. And also there was like no clouds in the sky and the sun was shining. So it actually felt really nice. And they had fire pits outside. Oh. And then outside there's also like a really cool uh, little area where they have like a little bar set up where they also serve coffee, which I did not know. I had a coffee bought for me that there was alcohol in it. So unintentionally now it's 8, 15, 8, 30 in the morning. And now I am drinking coffee with booze in it, standing next to like a fire pit and it's 8, 30 in the morning. So the, the wait isn't bad at all because if you're there with good company, which I was, the wait went by really quick. Went inside and ate, delicious, delicious meal. They have great biscuits. Their cinnamon rolls are really popular, but I didn't get one to go because I ate so much food. I had the chorizo omelet. Um, so it was whole eggs, chorizo, roasted red peppers, green onions, uh, spinach, goat cheese, and uh, fresh pico on top. Really, really good. Drool. Yeah. And then they were like, do you want potatoes or do you want cheese grits? And I was like, cheese grits, of course. Had that on the side. The grits weren't, they, they were good, but they weren't Southern grits good. Does that make sense? Yeah, when you say Virginia, I don't really imagine no. that as a Southern place. I know technically like yes, it is. but yeah, if you tell that to people in Virginia, like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, the cheese grits were good, but it wasn't my favorite. But the chorizo omelet was awesome. The biscuit was incredible. Again, I was somehow able to convince everyone in the group to do it. We were all very happy that we did. But again, it is a commitment because you're setting your alarm for 7 a.m. If you're going out and drinking the night before, you're accepting the fact that you're getting four and a half, five hours of sleep. And then you're driving 30 minutes hung over to a breakfast place and then waiting outside and out for an hour and a half while you just wait for a table to open up. So is this both your high and low? Like the low is no. waking up that early? So, no, the, no, I don't, I don't mind it at all because it's all part of the experience. So that for me was the whole high, the low. So first line I'm there after the surprise, we, you know, doing some drinking at the house, whatever, and then decide that we're going to go out drinking. And so we're like, okay, let's go to some bars slash club in Virginia beach. We drive down. I have no idea what place this is. So we walk into the place and we go to order drinks. And immediately we're like, hey, can we get like a Moscow mule? My friend's like, oh, we call them American mules now. Ha, ha, ha. So, so we start to order mules. The bartender looks at us and goes, yeah, we don't do that here. And, but he had the look on his face like, I don't know what I'm doing. We definitely have all the ingredients, but I'm so either dumb or new at my job that I literally don't know how to make a Moscow mule. So I'm like, okay. My friend goes up for a round. He's like, hey, I'm going to buy everyone this round. What do you want to drink? I'm like, uh, vodka soda. Like, walked away. Like, totally normal order, right? I'm like, yeah, vodka soda lime. I come back. My friend had left the bar, but he's the one that bought the drinks. So there's a drink at the bar, and it's all dark. It looks like a giant glass of Diet Coke. Mm. And so I grab it, and my friend comes back. I'm like, hey, here you go. I'm like, handing it to him. He's like, oh, no, man, that's, uh, that's all you. I'm like, and I look at clear it clear things I, with lime and juice. I look at it and go, no, it's fucking not because I'm holding what looks like a giant glass of diet Coke. He's like, no, I got you what you ordered. You asked for a vodka Coke. Ew. Yeah. 
So uh, long Wait, story. Uh, but apparently some people do drink that. I won't lie. It wasn't that bad. But it's still low because I'm like, who the fuck drinks vodka Coke? <laughs> I appreciate and I was, that you stuck with it, though. Yeah. And you're like, well... Toss it back. This I'm like, is what, I'm it like is. what am I going to do? I'm going to toss this out. And then it was actually kind of funny because my friend Brandon was like the designated driver. And so I was like, I couldn't taste the vodka in it. I'm like, hey, take, take a sip of this. Like, not even trying to fuck with him. And he sips it and he's like, yeah, man, I can, I can taste the vodka. Like, like, there's definitely alcohol in here. I'm like, okay. Well, so I'm not going to take the drink back. So long story short, I ended up drinking vodka Cokes that night until the bartender figured out to put soda instead of Coke in the drink. So my low is vodka Cokes. Virginia vodka cokes. I couldn't tell. I almost forgot how like ratchet Virginia beach was. And as, <laughs> as soon as I walked into like this bar, I was like, oh yeah, this is why I'm at a hookah bar, but there's girls dancing on top of tables in like spaghetti straps what and year? yoga pants. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm pretty sure we're at a yoga bar right now. Also, how are people still smoking cigarettes inside? Like I'm so confused by the whole dynamic. Now I'm drinking vodka cokes. They're playing Pitbull. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. It was a very interesting experience. What year? <laughs> Yeah, I know. It just sounds like you time traveled this uh, yeah, weekend. Yeah, I, I felt like I time traveled. So yeah, that was that was my low. And yes, I did still drink it. And I couldn't tell if I was really drunk or really energized. I drank a lot of Coke that night. <laughs> so I was like, can't tell if really hyper and excited to see my friends or I actually am drunk. So it all worked out. I love when people fuck up the drinks that are literally two ingredients. Two ingredients. And the, the ingredients are the title of the drink. Yeah. Vodka, vodka and soda. soda. <laughs> Here's your vodka Coke. Like, cool, man. <laughs> Can't wait to pay $10 to hate myself. That's it for us this week. Until next week, uh, enjoy a vodka Coke. And, yeah. and if us- you enjoy it, then that's cool. But right. you're a little weird. Let us know your your review, your feedback. Uh, we are PTE Pod on social media. And wherever you listen to your podcast, please like and share and rate and review whatever you can do on those platforms to help us spread the word about the Pass Everything podcast. And we will talk to you next week. Come back for seconds. 